And with those wonderful sounds, we have episode 67 of the Matt Jones podcast. You know, you never know when one's going to pop up, and one is popping up today to get us ready for the Bahamas. We Kentucky is headed off to the Bahamas next week to play basketball, and what better way to get you ready than to do a little preview show here on the Matt Jones podcast. This edition of the Matt Jones podcast is Drew Franklin is going to be with me. Hi, Drew. Yeah, hello. This one is going to be – it's sponsored by a good friend, and by good friend, person I don't know. But I'm sure I will learn. But they're a good person. Well, of course there's – Maria says awesome. Maria says she's awesome. State Farm agent Tiffany Thacker. Oh, yeah. On the court, all-stars make assists look easy. But behind the back, no looker off the backboard, they're dropping dimes nonstop, Drew mm. Franklin. That's how we feel about coverage and savings. So you can combine your home and auto with State Farm and start your own reel. So listen, everybody from Pikeville to Paducah, call our friend Tiffany Thacker. If I were to rank State Farm agents, Tiffany Thacker's easily If you were to one. rank Tiffany's, you've got Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She's I'm not, I hate to put her ahead of Thacker. It's close. No, Tiffany Thacker's you ahead. you got to vote. All right, I'm going Tiffany Thacker one, Tiffany Amber Thiessen two, the singer Tiff, Tiffany Salzman three, <laughs> that's Tall's wife. Uh, Tiffany's the jeweler. T- Tiffany's the jeweler. 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 And then Tiffany the singer. Okay, and uh, Donald Trump's daughter Tiffany Trump is probably on that list. He doesn't like her. But Tiffany Thacker. Did you know Tiffany Th- – I saw this just a few minutes ago – Tiffany Trump is good friends with Lindsay Lohan. Why wouldn't she be? Even more weird, I follow her on Instagram. Lindsay Lohan or Tiffany no, Trump? Tiffany Trump. I would follow Tiffany Trump. I feel like she gets forgotten. She does. Anyway. Tiffany for, Thacker doesn't get forgotten. Call either. Tiffany Thacker. You can go to TiffanyThacker.com, and she will help you. 859-971-0266. That's TiffanyThacker.com. 859-971-0266 for your insurance needs. Drew Franklin, good to see you. It's been a little while since we've done this. We're going to start up soon again with the Free Money Podcast, which may or may not have a new home. We'll see what happens over the next few weeks. You know, I think this is my first Matt Jones podcast. Have you not done one? Well, you did the one. I don't think so. Did we not do the uncensored thing on this feed? I don't know. That didn't feel like a Matt Jones podcast if it was. And usually Matt Jones podcast is just a way for me to talk. Yeah. And this so one is I going to I think it took 67 episodes to get me in as your guest. <laughs> well, I, I was doing it in order of how much I liked people. Okay. And we finally got to you. I got past J.D. Vance, Joe Sanka, <laughs> and, and we, got, we, we got to you. Now, we're going to use this as sort of a uh, Bahamas preview to get you ready for what's going to happen down in the Bahamas. We're going to talk about the team. We're going to talk about their opponents, and we're just going to talk about the Bahamas in general. What happens if you go? Should you stay away from conch shells? All, all those kind of things. But we'll start with this. Are you excited? I mean, we're one week from today, literally about this time, we will be walking, you and I, me, you, Shannon, and Daniel, getting on a plane to head to the Bahamas. Are you excited? I am very excited. I need to lose about 40 pounds in this week. Between now and Monday? (laughs) Yeah, I'm working hard at that, but no, I'm very excited. When we went four years ago, it was a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of work for us now that we have 10 extra media things we do, Yeah, but it will still be lots of fun. Back then, we just went, we did our radio show, and that was it. That was it. Now we got to do television. Uh, I think we're going to actually be building a fence. Uh, We have (laughs) post-game shows. So we have a lot more stuff, but it'll be a a a blast. Now, for people who don't know, the way the Atlantis is, well, we'll get to that. Let's talk about basketball. 
I thought that four years ago, the basketball team being there was a great thing for the team. We saw them sort of improve their chemistry while they were there. We saw them, I think, just as teammates, like each other more. We saw a lot of stuff, and now we get the same thing here, a chance with a new group, a group that we don't know as well. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously these guys have been living together all summer. They're getting to know each other pretty well, but it's, nothing compares to just locking them in a resort where they at some points have to hide from U.K. fans forming them and really get together and bond. You know, they'll hang out at the pool a couple of days, but there, there's no, like, leaving their team to go to a movie or hang out with other people. It is just them locked in together. And it's crazy that, like, it's not – I mean, it's a big place, but it's not a very big place, and they're just kind of hanging out. There's really very few places for them to go but the pool and the casino. Yep. And they tend to spend a lot of time in both. The casino in Bahamas, it's only 18 to gamble. So it's they're only all- 18 to drink. Not that they would do that, but that's right. It is only eighteen it, to drink. It, the temptation would be there. So, is it the chance that we will find a player under the blackjack table again? I mean, not again. <laughs> that would never happen. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I think without sharing secrets from the past, Bahamas, I think maybe they know how to do it the second time around to keep them reeled in a little bit. Are you saying we're not going to have quite the shenanigans we did the last time? I don't think. Well, almost. It. I don't think there will be lots of partying from the team. Not that there was last time, <laughs> wink, wink. Let me ask you this. Will fr- will our friends' wives oh. end up on the dance floor yes. with players again? There will be players dancing with older U.K. women for sure. I mean, for pe- there's a dance club. So, so the, the, I guess we might as well get how the Bahamas, the Atlantis is set up. There are four different hotels. It really is a class society that in America you wouldn't like. You basically, and if you're in one hotel, if you don't have enough money, you can't get in the second hotel. You can go down. You, if you're at the top, you can go to any hotel. But you can't if go you're up. at the bottom, you're, you can't you're go up. And so, the top hotel is the Cove. That's where Cal stays. Mm-hmm. And Cal and the assistants are the only ones that stay there. They don't even let the players stay there. Correct. And that's where the pool is, the nice pool, the The adult only. The adult pool. We stayed in the Cove last time. They sold out before we could get the Cove this time, although I'm told we will be allowed in the pool. Okay. Then next is the Royal, which is where the team stays, and this year this is where we stay. So we are in the Royal. Then there are – it's like beach, and then it is peasant, (laughs) I think is the name of it. I'm just kidding. I don't know what the name is. But – most of the events are at the Royal. Yes, that's, that's where the main casino is. That's the bars, where the casino is. The restaurants, and, and you can go visit from the other ones. You can go visit the Royal. You just can't touch anything. You're yes. just not allowed to do. Can't take pictures. That's where the sports book is, etc. And there was a dance club there, which within ten minutes I saw Jerry Tipton, <laughs> not dancing, just sitting there, mm-hmm. and I saw Tyler Eulis grinding on one of our friend's wives. Yep. And our friend taking pictures. He was so happy. <laughs> I don't know if we have that level of personality with this group, but we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, we had an injured Willie Colley Stein last time who had no obligations there <laughs> except to just be there. I don't know I what. About Willie Colley Stein. I was, don't know that Willie had a curfew <laughs> or any duties as part of member of the basketball team that week. If the sun was out, Willie was nowhere to be found. <laughs> but if the sun was down. 
Willie could be anywhere at a given moment. Let's just say there weren't many people who stayed out later than me, and I always saw Willie on my way to bed. <laughs> Willie a few, a few times walked through to his room to make sure he got back in time. But I don't know if we'll have that. I, I don't either. He but you was know, a veteran and injured not playing. We won't have a Willie. But it's interesting. Like we, You and I know that team pretty well, I think in many ways because of the bomb. Yeah, uh, Willie actually told me we were sitting together. He was like, I never liked you. I was like, oh, I'm glad we're having this talk. He's like, you're not that bad. He's like, oh, thanks, Willie. Yes. Willie looked at Hubby, who he had never met, as they shared a bottle of something. <laughs> Willie looked at Hubby and put his arm around him and goes, this is what it's all about, boys being boys. <laughs> Hubby, by the way, at the time was 30. Um, so, anyway, this group we get to learn more about. Now, from a basketball standpoint, Let's go through what you've – we're going to do a what we've heard about these guys. Okay. And then we'll revisit this when it's over. Okay. And see what did we know, where were we right, where were we wrong. I think we'll start with – let's start with the returners. P.J. Washington, who probably the most anticipated return. Um, I would say maybe the most anticipated return since, what, the Twins – yeah, I think that's fair. You think that's a fair d- yep. thing to say no one's been – who's Because dis- not many people return anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in that top tier of returners. Um, missed a lot of free throws to end, end the season. But we saw him recently. Looked like he lost weight. Mm-hmm. What do you expect to see from P.J.? Well, he missed a lot of the summer and wasn't able to work out. Because he had a pinky problem. Yes, had surgery. Was in it for a pinky surgery? He had the biggest arm cast I've ever seen. By the way, why does having pinky surgery mean you can't work out? Like, did your like everybody was like, well, he can't do anything because he had pinky surgery. I mean, he can't do anything at all. Uh, I feel like Cal said he wasn't even allowed to sweat. I guess you don't want to sweat through the cast. I don't know. That's. That's hard for me to believe. You're not allowed to sweat. That sounds like something I would say <laughs> when I didn't want to work out. You know what? I'm Sorry, I'm not allowed to got sweat. A pinky got me again. Left pinky. You know when I was. <laughs> this is neither here nor there. But when I was like a senior in high school, I had really bad acne, and I had acne on my back, really bad, like bad back acne, and it was embarrassing. And so I didn't like to take my shirt off. And we were playing – I was at, well, actually was a senior. I was like sophomore, junior. And we were playing basketball at a camp, and they said shirts versus skins. And it was like for Middlesbrough High School. So I like went to the coach, and I was like, I can't uh, – you know, I can't uh, – I, I can't to go shirt off because I have lots of cuts on my back. That was the excuse I came <laughs> up with, that like there were cuts. So he on, assumes you're getting abused. I think he did. <laughs> I think he thought that I was saying – I mean, I didn't want to be like, I have a lot of pimples on my back. I was like, I have. Because then he'd go suck it up, take your shirt off. This is basketball. I said, I have cuts on my back, and I can't sweat in them. And he looked at wait a minute. Think about what that sentence is. (laughs) And he looked at me, and he goes, then how are you going to play basketball? (laughs) You're going to sweat with your shirt And I was like, well, the shirt soaks it up. And he gave me a look like, you are lying. (laughs) I know you're lying, but you suck so much, it doesn't matter. And I was allowed to be shirts. I feel like that's what PJ said about his not being able to, to sweat. If I were you, I probably would have gone with, I have this really embarrassing back tattoo. It's very offensive. <laughs> it's 15 or 16. I don't, I don't want people to Oh, it's to very see offensive. It. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I regret got, it. I, I fell asleep one night and somebody produced a extremely graphic <laughs> tattoo on my back. And I need to keep that covered. Um, but back to PJ. Uh, they, they, Cal did say he can't sweat, so I don't. He might be kind of far behind. I know he's still a little tough we'll to see. make up, but he's playing now. 
He is playing now. I do like that people continue to ask him on Instagram and Snapchat. He does these, do you have any questions for me? And it seems like the only question anybody has is, are you going to be better at free throws? And his answer is always no. Yeah, I love his, his smart aleck answers back to everyone. His answer is always nope. Nope, haven't. Still suck. <laughs> it feels like the kind of thing I would say. So I give him a lot of credit yeah. for that. All right, Quade Green. Now that's a dude who looks like he's gotten extremely athletic. Like it looks like he's put on some muscle mass. He seems to, in videos that we've seen, shooting the ball really well. I, I think he, he looks really good. Yeah, he's even talked about that. I mean, he was never, like, fat, but he had a little baby fat on him. Now he seems to be a little more cut. I think. I mean, he's your obvious your, your veteran uh, guard in the backcourt. I think we'll see a lot of him, and I think we'll be impressed. I'm still mad about him taking the three against Kansas State, but excited to see what he is like. Why are you so anti that shot? That's who the did worst you, shot in history of basketball. It was quick, but who did you want to shoot it? Not a fadeaway with eight <laughs> seconds left. I mean, it wasn't a great I don't shot. want Reggie Miller, Michael Jordan, anyone taking that You got shot. very angry about that. <laughs> I did. I didn't sleep for weeks. When I was on ESPN this weekend, Myron, Myron uh, Metcalf goes, you know, the thing about college basketball, we got to find a way to highlight teams like Kansas State. And I literally said, no, we don't. Why? <laughs> Nobody wants to see Kansas State. Anyway, um, all right, so you, so you expect good stuff from I quality. expect a very good quality. I do too. All right, sophomore Nick Richards. Now, now, I want you to not just be your little, oh, um, he's going to be great. Like, what do you expect? Well, I've mentioned this a couple times. Uh, obviously, he's probably running fourth when people are looking at the big men. But the other three big men are so similar, and they don't bring the length and athleticism that Cal had in Davis, Collie mm-hmm. Stein, Town, those rim protectors. So I think he has the opportunity to play as much as he wants if he's doing that the way Cal uh, wants it and has had it in the past. Don't you agree his way to play is defense? Yes. Because I watched – they were showing on the uh, SEC Network takeover. I watched the West Virginia game again, the, some of it, second half – or first and second half. And he really was good yep. at protecting the rim, and he made a couple blocks. Like, that's his role. Does he know that though, or is he going to keep hooks? Is he going to keep taking hook shots? EJ, PJ, and Reed Travis are all very good, but they're not a guy you can literally just throw the ball in the air and they'll go get it and dunk it on a lob. He is. Yeah, they're not going to chase someone down and block him from behind or be the good off-ball defender like he could be uh, deflecting shots. He's the only one on the team that can do that, but he still has to do it. But I think that's why he'll he'll get a lot of minutes. I hope his hair continues to grow. It just keeps going, and it keeps getting just higher. Like he's, it's like Marge Simpson, and he's I really get a like in the that. Net. We're just standing there. I just like it. I, I mean, Marge Simpson. <laughs> like, how does he get it to stand so high? I don't know. Is there a product you use to do that? Because you would think at some point gravity would just take over and it would start to lean. I would like to see him slick it back for a game. <laughs> what would he look like? Joe Dirt. If he slicked it. <laughs> I just, I, I am really impressed because if it gets wet. You would think it would not stay that high. Name me a person who has higher hair besides Marge Simpson. That's the first time I've heard him compared to Marge Simpson. It's pretty accurate. She could, I think that's the she one. She could chase down shots in the backcourt, too. <laughs> that's the one. All right. Now, let's talk about the new guys. We'll start with the with the old man of the group, Reed Travis. Less excited to go to the Bahamas than the rest of the guys because he can already drink. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he like, why do I have to leave the country to drink? <laughs> um I'm very excited about him. I, I met, as I told you, I met him at Tolly Ho. Uh-huh. Uh, he was eating two burgers, which worried me a little bit. But you know what? His metabolism. I thought he was good. trying to slim down at UK's. <laughs> well, he wasn't doing it that night. Um, but uh, I think he's a has a toughness rebounding factor we haven't had what since Julius Randall, maybe. 
Yeah, he's going to be the most physical person on the team. There were interviews out of the combine workouts that he was the toughest one to go against just from being a bruiser. Now, what he wants to do is show a little outside game. I don't think we'll see that at the Bahamas, but that's his goal here at UK. But in the early stages, he's just going to be the guy inside beating people up. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I – uh, and he's going to be old. We haven't had an old dude in a long time. Like, he's going to know how to, like – he's going to pinch – a car. Yeah, he's, he's going to pinch people in their sides when they go up for a rebound. You <laughs> kind know. of hold their shorts when they jump out of them. The he's going to be move. like my friend Bo Bob's dad. He knows all your pressure points. Yep. Like, he knows exactly where he can pinch you just to get that second. We need to do like that. Plus, he's smart. I mean, he went to Stanford. Um, I mean, the, the, we, we don't have – I'm sure we have smart players, but we haven't had a dude transfer from that type of school. Yeah, I've heard at practice he's already complaining that the, the other players' music is too loud, and they they all oh, need. He's saying he's really old. Yes. Yeah, the good the, the problem is these games are at night, and he's got to be in bed by eight. He does. And so that's going to be difficult. But I have heard that he, he's like obviously Stanford grad and mm-hmm. have four years of this. He's every interview needs to be him. He needs really? to be at media day. He needs yeah. he needs to be the the voice of the of the team. Well, I look forward to him. He's he is a for somebody who's played three years of college basketball. He's a mystery because I've never watched him play. I mean, I would you know I have something to do in life that's not watch Stanford play basketball. But but uh, be good to have him. And Marcus Lee, you know, played against him mm-hmm. last year at Cal. And Marcus Lee says he's a dog. Yep. So that's good. Uh, Kelton Johnson has been the story of of camp. You think he will be Kentucky's best player? Uh, I, going into the, the summer, I would have put him as possibly the best player. He'd be in the conversation. But the way people are talking about him, it's almost like it's a done deal. I mean, mm-hmm. they're acting like he's the second coming of LeBron James right now. It's nothing but good reports out of him. I was told by somebody this weekend that he is better at this point than Kevin Knox was. And Kevin Knox was really good. That's good. I think his athleticism – but I think the thing that surprised everybody is how well he shoots the ball. I mean, I don't think when they recruited him, they saw him necessarily as a great shooter. I think that's in part why they went and recruited Tyler Hero is that they were like, all right, we got to have some dudes who can shoot. And I think they've been surprised how well he can shoot the ball. Yeah, I didn't expect Cal said on uh, Kentucky Sports Radio a couple weeks ago that he was maybe the most that. consistent shooter. That's hard but, for me to believe, but if he says so. <laughs> Cal always talks about wanting to have alpha dogs. He is without question an alpha dog. Now, you mean, went and watched him, right? Yes. He talked a lot of trash. Yes. I mean, he is – Rank him amongst trash talkers. Is he Ramel, DeAndre Liggins level, Briscoe? Yes. Like, those are the dudes. Yes. All of them. He is. He really is that much of a trash talker. Well, the play I always talk about specifically, he got blocked. The guy kind of came from behind and hit it, one of those you-get-lucky blocks, and the assistant coach on the team started jawing him, saying, get that out of here. And Keldon Johnson stopped and looked at the coach like, why are you yelling at me, you assistant coach? Next play down – Keldon Johnson just dunks on like the whole team and starts telling the assistant coach to sit the F word down and just runs back. So it's like, okay. I you hope poked he him. He came down and dunked on the whole team, and now he's embarrassed you. I hope he does that to Tom Crean. <laughs> but even if Tom Crean doesn't say anything to him, I just want him to actually, before the game starts, look at Tom Crean and go sit the F down. <laughs> By the way, yeah, do, the, do we, can we, are we going to have to stop hating Tom Crean? Like, I like Tom Crean. See, I don't want to like him. I mean, I know he's, like, friendly and he pardon my take guys and all that, but, like – And he we, laughs at himself. But we needed a big old dork like him, and now we don't have it. I don't want a self-aware person. I've, I've fully converted after all right, So left. who do we hate now? Uh, Who's the most hateable coach in the SEC? Mike Anderson? 
Because we lost like, Kevin Stallings, another like big door. I we're supposed to hate Mike Anderson, but he's never done anything to me. I know Cal hates him. But I guess I'll hate him for Cal. Yeah. Didn't their radio announcer, like, say something to Malik Monk or something at the SEC they're tournament like that one time? They're like assistant coach or trainer. There's there somebody on their staff. Yeah. Well, there's got to be somebody. Ben Howland seems like he might be a dork. Yeah, but he lives in Starkville, so he he doesn't need any <laughs> so more. So you feel sorry for him to begin with. And now that you mentioned that, I can't think. I can't really hate Rick We used Barnes. to have Kevin Stallings. That used to be our guy. Like He was the go-to Kevin from the office. And I'd love to hate Bryce Drew, but that shot is one of my fondest March Madness memories. Can we stop, by the way, the people tell me I look like Bryce Drew? I, like, I do not look like Bryce Drew. Like Everybody says that. Bryce Drew always looks like he's smelling a fart. I never <laughs> look like I'm smelling a fart. I have smiled. Look at him. Just pull up Bryce Drew and tell me. Oh, no, I, I've seen people call you that all the time. I don't see it with Bryce I don't Drew. either. I see it with the ESPN guy. And then they always say the same thing about Luke Walton. Luke Walton looks like me if he got stepped on in the face. <laughs> I just I feel like neither of those are very nice. Like I, I don't think the one dude looks like me, but you I can, can, see, I where can somebody... see why somebody says it. Those two dudes look like I got beat up. And yeah. then they say that's what I – I'm ready to throw the Bryce Drew, Matt Jones comparisons away. All right. Uh, E.J. Montgomery. I didn't know anything about him coming in. He was such a late addition. You know, we go visit mm-hmm. all the we commits, didn't get to but visit. it was so late in the process we didn't bother. So he was kind of a mystery, but I'm just hearing things in practice that he's another another guy that's going to be a star. I just don't know where he and P.J. and Reed are – somebody's got to sit a little bit, but I don't know who you pick out of three of them to sit because you hear such good things about all of them. He's playing. Yeah. I mean, he's a superstar. And he's like, got next a consistent year, he, uh, outside shot. He, he and Keldon are going to be the two highest picks on the team. Correct. Would you agree with that? Yes. He's going to be – Keldon's going to be a top ten pick. EJ's going to be a lottery pick. And so, I mean, you can't sit him. Does, does PJ get passed up? Because you feel like Reed Travis is going to play. He's a two-time all-pac-12. They'll just play the three of them a lot. Yeah. I think all three of them will play a lot. That's why I don't think Nick Richards plays. Because where are you going to play him? Those three dudes have got to play. There are 60 big man minutes on this roster. Those three dudes have got to play 15 minutes each. So unless you're going to give Nick Richards, any minutes you give Nick Richards, you're taking away from three dudes who are lottery pick, great college player, and two-time all-pack 10. How are you going to do that? I actually think we're going to see Cal play a couple of those guys at the three. Who's they can't play the three? But that's the point. PJ Washington playing the three. I think that's part of what they want to do to to show their the NBA they can do it. Cause I think that's a mistake. I mean, I just don't think they. I'm not saying they can. But the whole try. world, the whole world, is learning that the key to college basketball is to have shooters, and we're talking about putting a center at small forward. <laughs> well, it's kind of. I mean, Trey Lyles was a true power forward. But Trey Lyles played. could shoot. Well, I mean, these guys have to prove they can shoot, which is why, like I said, Reed Travis came here to Kentucky to show the NBA he can step out and do that. So they're going to try it. I don't know but if it works. However well he can shoot, our other options at that position can shoot better. I agree. I just I think we will see a huge lineup at times where they, they play three of the big men at once. All right. Uh, let's move now to the to the well. First, the returning guard Jamal Baker. I need to say this again. That's not how you spell Jamal. J-E-M-A-R-L. In no world is J-E-M-A-R-L Jamal. I asked him about it last year, and he said his grandmother put the R in there, and he doesn't know why. But But that's also J-E-M-A-L is not Jamal either. There's never been a Jamal spelled (laughs) like that. So put everybody's like, oh, well, they put the R in for fun. What about the J-E? That's not how you spell it either. Touche. Um, 
I don't know that we're going to see a lot of Jamaral uh, this year. <laughs> the, the two names that are spelled incorrectly the most, Rachel, which is now has an R-A-E-C-H-U-Q, I mean, and then Antoine. There are 76 spellings for Antoine. But Jamal has one spelling, and it is not the way he spells it. Your boy McGlore added an extra A in there, so there are two spellings. I'm okay spellings. with that. That's like I've got the, the fundamentals, and I'm just adding to it. But if he had said J-A-Q, I would have said no. Now, are you worried that Cal, basically on our show, refused to talk about him? Well, this is a year Cal will not tolerate you not playing defense because he doesn't have to play you. And word is Baker's a little behind on defense, and Cal's not just going to leave him in there. Is there a chance he's just not good? I mean, there is that chance. Everyone talks about he's the greatest shooter of all time, but when you're on a team that's so good, that doesn't matter. You have to do other stuff or you're going to the Got to play defense. Plus, yeah. the other thing is if you're going to play, he's probably going to have to play the three, which might be the next to point guard, the most important defensive position on the court because you're usually going to be guarding the most athletic dude on the team for the other guys. And – Keldon Johnson, I think his role might just be like spelling Keldon Johnson. And I think there's a chance, Drew, he won't play. Now, he's going to play in the Bahamas. But I think there's a chance when the season comes, he doesn't play much. I think of all the names we're going to go through, leaving out the walk-ons and Brad, Jamal is in the very back of that list. I agree. I think he's 10th with authority. But I do think on down the road he will be useful because he's he's not going anywhere. I mean – Junior, senior year, he but might you be talk something. to him like he's not going anywhere. I have. Uh, we DM. Now, uh, but I, I think he is a guy – people always want a veteran. He's a guy I could see having a big junior or senior year when he stick, if he sticks around. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go next. Ashton Hagens, who I think will be the starting point guard. First of all, do you agree with that? N- not necessarily. I think that one could be anyone. I could see Quade doing it. and Quade's not going to be a point. Any he's got two – Cal doesn't like – having non-quick point guards to begin with. Quaddy's playing off the ball this year. I, I mean, I think he only plays point guard in, like, big-time reserve situations. I mean, I think he's going Ashton or Emmanuel, don't you? Well, let's talk about both of them. What do but we, with the guard position, nothing will shock me. I don't think there's a favorite. I don't think there's someone who's behind. I think of the Quade, uh Johnson, quickly, Hero – or not Johnson, excuse me, Hagen's Hero, quickly, just – Whoever, it's they're all about the same. Hagen's, I'm told Hagen's goes 2,000 miles an hour. Yeah, I heard he will foul out in two minutes if the game, first game were yeah. tomorrow. The story I heard is that he runs, as my grandfather used to say, like a chicken with its head cut off. Which Did, did you know that if you cut a chicken's head off, it'll run around? Yes, I did know that. How long does it get? Like, how long can a chicken – Let's ask let, Google. Let's look that up. Because I, my grandfather would always say that, and then he always claimed that it happened, and but he never had proof, and that was pre-YouTube, so okay, I couldn't look at it. This can't be right. I'm a headless saying. chicken can live for 18 months. <laughs> no way. Uh, first of all, that is a complete lie. <laughs> this says Mike the Headless Chicken lived okay, for 18 months. Okay, first of all, Mike the Headless Chicken. Without a noggin, after a farmer in a failed attempt at slaughter axed off his head and missed the jugular vein. Miracle Mike lived for 18 months. Okay, that was one. <laughs> okay. I want to see. I, I'm I'm YouTubing headless chicken <laughs> because I this chicken lived for two years without a head. I do not believe that. Oh, this is Mike the headless chicken. Okay, wait a minute. There's a video of Mike the headless chicken. <laughs> Hang on, just a second. There's an old guy sitting there. Oh, the, his his keeper was Clyde Babe Gore. Uh-huh. He looks like a babe too. This is actually a news report from PBS. 
All right, I need to see the chicken. Enough talking. How, th- this is an eight-minute feature on a, a headless a chicken. Documentary. And on... is anyone in this documentary under a thousand years old? All right, I see no proof of a chicken. Nothing. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. Is that supposed to be its? Oh, look, there's the head on the ground. Okay. A gurgling. There it is. There's the headless chicken. Eighteen months like that. I don't. I don't buy it. I, I'm sorry. So you, anyway, I don't know how we got Ashton off on Hagen's this, but him. Yes, Ashton Hagens is like a headless chicken that can live more than 18 months. I think Hagens has the same problem Wall and Fox had, where they have a lot of speed, which is good, but they don't know how to use it, so they're just constantly on the go. Uh, I think Hagens is going to need to learn some pace and how to use his speed to his advantage and not just bouncing off the walls at all times. That's what I've heard, too, and the foul thing is an issue, but the good thing is if you're going to have a dude like that, this is the year to have him because you've got a lot of backup options. Yeah, I mean, if he were playing in the on Wall's team or – Fox's team with only one point guard option, that'd be a horrible problem. But now, you know, foul out, whatever. Somebody else will come in. There it is. That's a chicken with its head cut off just standing there. I'm not impressed. Why just chickens? How do we know that's alive? It's not even moving. And why why is it just chickens? Somebody's going to know the answer to this. Someone is going to write the text machine, 859-332-64, and is going to be able to tell me why chickens uh, can live without the head. And by the way, Mike the Headless Chicken, there is a there are a lot of YouTube. That's a like a real full thing. Anyway. Okay, uh Emmanuel quickly. Probably the most forgotten player in the class. Yes, I went traveled to lovely Bel Air, Maryland, outside of Baltimore, and uh chatted with him, watched him. I think he's gonna be good. I like that he's he Didn't was, he like not score when you went? Well, nobody ever scores when I go. Uh and Nick Richards fouled out in twenty seconds when I went all the way to New Jersey. I think Winion had one point <laughs> in the game I went to there. Uh, he didn't. He missed a lot of shots. He would have had 30 assists if his teammates can score. Yeah. But uh, Is he fast? Yeah, and as far as – I know good kids don't win games. As far as good kids, he's in the Carl Towns conversation, good. it seemed. But, yeah, I think he's going to play. Yeah, I do too. It's amazing how he's been forgotten. He's a perfect example of the guys who commit earlier just like – Well, he's a guy Cal had picked out years ago and yeah. wanted him he didn't even really consider other options and we knew all along he was going to be uk's guy i heard through the grapevine talking to sources that cal like you said liked him really early and then there was some worry that maybe he wasn't good enough which was part of the reason they pushed on hagan and he slipped in the rankings so that reflects that. so there was some worry but that since he's been here they're very happy can i tell you a fun quickly fact Give it to me quickly. His family, way too nice. I was uncomfortable they were so nice. And I was telling Tomlin this, our producer here at Hey Kentucky, and Emmanuel Quickly's mom texted Tomlin on Christmas to wish him happy holidays. They have no relationship <laughs> at all other than in, like, March, Tomlin set up an interview. But she uh, – But, see, I can't I, – first of all, not only can I not criticize it, it's commendable, but I do the same thing. You know, I've, we've talked about my Christmas greetings. Everyone in my phone – I send Merry Christmas to. I do it one at a time. Now here's the thing. But that really I rarely I well, but if they're in your phone. So I rarely get through the whole alphabet because I get tired. Yeah. So usually what happens is one year I start at A and the other year I start at Z. Now Maria, you're M, so I may have never gotten to you. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things I do, no, this is what I do, is that then I look and if the last time I talked to you was when I sent the Christmas greeting last time, I delete your number. Because my theory is we clearly are so unclose that I don't need to – so, like, right now, 
let's just say I were to start at Z. Can I read you what my first 10 Christmas <laughs> greetings would be? Yes. Zach McCrite, Zach Blair, the pro golfer I met last week, mm-hmm. Worldwide Wes, <laughs> Woo, <laughs> somebody named WLKY Sean. I think I can delete him, considering I don't even know who that is. Here, I'm deleting him as we go. Uh, our boss, WKYT Computer Guy. I can delete him, too, since I didn't even know his name. And see, but the point is, like, I just go through, and I think that's kind of what he does. Winston Bennett. I want to show you something. Derek Willis's dad. While we're having this conversation. <laughs> yes. Shane Boyd sent me a happy birthday message on Facebook this year. And when I look, went back, look, I have one every year, and I've never responded going all the way back to 2012. Wait a minute. Okay, so in 20 20- <laughs> Do you think it's automatic? No, it's different. Happy, happy B-day, birthday, bro. my man. Happy birthday, Drew. Happy birthday, bro, my man. Why don't you respond? I never check Here, Facebook. Hang on. No, I Let's respond responded. now. No, don't, don't, don't ruin my shame, boy. I responded this year, but I looked back and I was like, wow, I'm a jerk. It is. He wrote you six years in a row before you responded. But it's really, if he had texted me, I would be like, hey, Shane, thanks, man. But I don't check Facebook messages ever. But I felt. It almost ruined my birthday. I felt so bad. Well, let me – so here, here are five Wills, all right? Will Totten. Remember former him? KSR former writer. KSR. Will Mapes. Okay. We former Will Mapes. KSTV producer. Will Lentz. Will – and then it says Keen Intern. That's the kid I got fired. You remember at Keen Trace, who then became our intern. And then uh, Will Hatfield, who's that – that's yeah, that kid we Will went Hatfield. and saw at, uh, in Virginia. Uh, in, in Virginia. So my point is – I wrote all those people, Merry Christmas. That's what Emmanuel Quickly's parents do with you. With Tomlin. But she must have a, a million happy birthdays if she's texting the producer who all he did was or call maybe her. maybe she only saves a few people's names. <laughs> I got rid of WKYT Computer Guy, and he will <laughs> never get one again. All right. Uh, Point la- being a very nice family. Last person, Tyler Hero. Every Kentucky fan's dream. (laughs) Kentucky fans have waited for a white guy to be good for a long time. Let's just – can we be honest about that? And especially a guard. Because, you know, you had Isaac Humphreys and you had Jorts. They needed a guard. Jared Polson gave him a taste. But then, like, who was the most recent since then? And, by the way, everybody spare me writing about the, the, the oh, dude, what you, what you say he's a white player? What if you say, look, we all know he's white. You don't need me to tell you that. So spare me the outrage. When's the last time Kentucky – because, seriously, people are insanely excited about this kid. He, he is helping them with their Rex dreams, and he doesn't tweet about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the – I haven't made up my mind on Hero. He seems awfully cocky. Oh, yes. Like, almost, like not the fun kind of cocky. Like, no. yeah, tell him. Almost like, all right, man. There's no doubt. I mean, let's be honest. If, if, I went to, if I was in high school with him, he would have made fun of me. He would have poured <laughs> something over my head. Like, he I pulled your shirt off and yeah, your back. Exactly. He'd be like, oh, look at, look at back, Mr. Backney here. Like, I understand. Like, that's what he would have done. Nevertheless, though, he plays for Kentucky, so I, I'm going to like him. We're going to like him. I just can't figure but out when's if he's the last gonna... time. I want to go back to my question. When's the last time we had a white guard? Is it Jeff Shepard? And there are still people to this day who act like Jeff Shepard should be president of the United States. I mean, J.P. Blevins? That's true. And Todd Tackett. They didn't get quite the same love. Jeff Shepard's a perfect. I think if you're athletic and a white guy, 
people just explode. Like, you remember, remember the kid? Well, first, Hunter McClintock. You remember that kid? It was only because he could dribble. What about Patrick Sparks? That's true. Patrick Sparks, though. Bomani Jones once told me about Patrick Sparks. This was a, did I ever tell you this? No. Bomani Jones once told me that Patrick Sparks was his favorite UK player ever. And I, I remember looking at him and going, that you have to be lying. You're telling me, Mr. You're telling me, you Bomani Jones, your favorite Kentucky player is Patrick Sparks. He goes, he was country white and totally cool with being that and still had swag. And he that's did. true. He kind of did. He had the the shaved tight head. And he, I mean, some people wear T-shirts, but they're like athletic T-shirts. He had the one with the sleeves that go like past the elbow. <laughs> like that has to be uncomfortable. It's sticking to your arm. He, you know, he had the Hanes beefy T-shirt under his It jersey. was like when Chris Rock, Chris Rock once said that Axl Rose was the last white musician who was cool but also acted white. He was making fun of how Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit all try to act like they're rappers. That's how Patrick Sparks was. Patrick Sparks, he was Muhlenberg County, right? And he wanted you to know about it. And he was like, you he know what? He played with a dip in. If oh, dude, him. I think he did. <laughs> I think there are games he had a chaw in. There are games he had his hog in there, boy. Proud of him. Yes. Anyway, if Tyler Hero, I'm already expecting. I mean, just go ahead and mark it down, folks. Over under post game shows why Tyler Hero doesn't play more. How many calls am I getting? To a show. <laughs> to a show. Yeah. First half and second yeah. half. Because, you know, I mean, that's that's happening. He could even suck. I don't think he will, but let's I don't say think he, he sucks. I think he's going to legitimately be good. But I'm just to make my point, I'm saying if he did suck, people would still be wanting him to play oh, yes. over Ashton Higgins. You know, I mean, people, how many times have people asked me about Ty Winyard? <laughs> it's like, why don't we put in Ty Winyard? I'm like, you realize he's from New Zealand. <laughs> like, he's not from Breathitt County. But I'm just but but now the difference is this kid's crazy athletic. I do think he would be very good. This kid may be as athletic, maybe the most athletic dude on the team. He and Kelton Johnson. Yeah, and people like Zion Williamson in those All Star games they played. Zion's like, why didn't this guy play? Why aren't you talking about him? Isn't there a kid Maria from like Hazard, white dude who's going to Georgetown? I know that sentence seems crazy, but there's some white dude. His name's like Michael McClung or McClung or. McCabe, there's a kid. I don't maybe. I think his family's from Hazard, and then he moved somewhere else. But there's some kid that dunks on everybody's head that's going to Georgetown this year. See if you can find the name because everybody Mac always McClung. Mac McClung. That's it. Mac McClung, and he's got like YouTube videos of him dunking on like sheep and stuff. <laughs> And people get so excited. If there's a white dude that's athletic, people get crazy excited. I need to see him. By the way, does anybody believe that redheaded dude's good? No. Also, <laughs> Mac McClung is from Gate City, Virginia. But he has a connection to Kentucky. I, I, I know I, he does. His family's from there or something. Because I've had people tell me he, he maybe he summers in Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> they have a timeshare there. Timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so but do we think Hero will he meet what everyone's expectation is? Because people want him to be good. He looks the part. He uh, does. Uh, like I said, people were raving about him in those games, but he still wasn't getting minutes. I don't know why they like the uh, Jordan Brand Classic and then the Hoop Summit. He didn't play much at all, but the other players kept talking about him as a standout in practices. Yeah, we'll see. I think he's going to be good. I do think he will be somebody in the Bahamas where people are going to be watching very closely yep. to see what what is Tyler Hero. And I just hope Cal, I here's my wish for Tyler Hero. He's either great or bad. Cuz if he's just average, 
I have a lifetime of phone calls of why doesn't Tyler Hero play more. I know it's coming, and I don't look forward to it. I think he's going to be good. I do too. And I I don't think it's crazy to think he could start. I don't think he will, but it's not like he's just an afterthought. I agree. I don't think he will, but he could. All right, so let's talk about who do they play. Well, uh, I've been exchanging emails with some Serbian coach who has (laughs) great English, by the way. He sent me the roster. I don't know what to do with it because I've never heard of any of them. But well, I let's pull met. up the roster. Now, what's the name of the team? First of all, is this the pull up the schedule? Who do we play? We play Team Toronto, and that and when you say Team Toronto, somebody said they're that's, just like getting a lot of Canadians and putting a team together for just this. for this one game. They might do other stuff, but it's not like their national. So team. it's like it's sort of like athletes in action. Yes. Uh, I I also reached out to Team Toronto. I reached out to all the coaches. Only the Serbian got back to me because we're boys. You know, sir, people, I'm telling you, the, the Serbian, Croatian, Bosnian folks, they'll all write you back. They're happy he to was communicate. Quick too. They are I don't happy know what to time it was when I sent it. My friend Jelko from Croatia, he writes me within seconds of whenever <laughs> I write him. I'm like, I didn't even know the internet worked that fast. Well, uh, the Bahamas team, I don't think we're going to see them, but their star is DeAndre Ayton. I don't think he would make that trip. Really? Yeah, he's like the face of the Bahamas national team. So we're playing the Bahamas national team? Yes. Okay. Buddy Heald is also on that team. I tried to figure out if he's playing, but no one got back to me. Buddy I Hield. could see him playing. I don't Buddy see... Heald, best player ever with an overbite. Yep. I don't see Aiton playing in this. Maybe Heald, but I doubt that too. Buddy Heald, I'd love to watch him play. Yeah. Does he? Is he still in the league? He's on the Kings. Does he play a lot? Uh, He's like first off the bench. Okay. I never. You never hear anybody talk about it. He was fun. Yeah. When he was kind of at his time. He and Trey Young, Oklahoma's had some fun dudes over there. All right, so so the Serbian team, this, is the Serbian team the really good team? It's uh, There's some no, team we – No, that's the Argentinian team. It's I'm The Argentinian to, team? I'm trying to pull this up. Yeah. San Lorenzo, that's the really good team? I think they're good. I thought, we, I thought Mega Betamax was the good team. They're good. They have a guy that's projected as a draft pick next year. Okay, so we play the Bahamas national team first. We'll kill them. Then we play the Argentinian team we don't know much about. Mega Betamax is the best team. That's the one I have the roster for. Okay. And then I don't know about Team Toronto. Who's on Mega Betamax? Let me see. I'm still trying to pull it up. The internet's terrible. I don't know how we have a TV station or a radio station, neither of which have (laughs) Wi-Fi. I mean, this, it's not like these are communication I can fight. pull over on New Circle and get better Wi-Fi than I get at either media station we're in. Uh, I do know they have a guy that's like 6'6", 260, and I'm excited to watch him. 6'6", <laughs> 260. He's huge. I, I was doing the, the conversion of uh, this. Oh, you did you did kilograms to yeah, pounds. Yeah, it was tough. I could be way off on that. <laughs> he actually weighs 140. I, I've been scouting hard on this thing with my beta. I am proud of you. And Can, let me ask you a question. Can we get the Serbian on on a show? Sure, he'll he'll, he'll come on right now if you want. He's quick to answer. You know what? We got to get Tomlin. I would love to Skype with the Serbian guy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. I mean, what's his? What's the Serbian's name? I don't. Know. Yeah, I bet it I has a lot of V's and C's. I I, I, I don't know. Karlovic. Uh, who did I email named Hair Guitar? <laughs> oh, that's dude. it's the coach of Team Toronto. Uh, I just hair guitar. I just emailed club K L U B at B C yeah. Megabasket. Yeah, they call it Klub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what his name. Well, all right, never mind. So good guy though. Two of those teams, 
I think the first game, the first two games, I think they build up in hardness. And then Team Toronto was supposed to be better than it's going to be because some of the guys they really wanted didn't come. So I think the game, the game Wednesday night, the first game against the Bahamas, will be the easiest game. The game Saturday night against Team Betamax is going to be the hardest. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's mega Bmax. And his name's Ivan Todorovic. Of course, his name's Ivan. And they, uh, Vic, I told you there'd be Actually, a C, and I told you there'd a lot, be a V. It's not the coach; it's the manager I've been talking with. Here, here's the here's the full roster he sent me. If you all right, so to. we've got Kosta Mushidi, uh, Dejan Janjic. He's two oh three centimeters, millimeters, whatever that is. <laughs> not two hundred three millimeters. Oh, that is height one ninety eight two oh three. That would be what's not that would be. Centimeters, right? 198. See how much 200 centimeters is. Internet doesn't work. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Here's a guy that's 207, whatever that is. Yes. He's 208. From, so they have players from Serbia, a lot of players from Serbia, Belgium, uh, France. France, and Poland. That guy is from Bosnia and Herzegovina. It seems like even the people from other countries are required to have V's and C's in their name. I think once you sign with a team, they give you like your <laughs> Serbian name. <laughs> So this like, guy's name's Jeff Anderson. All right, two hundred three is six six. That might be the all right, guy. So see I'm what two oh seven is, because two oh seven. So they may have some tall dudes. They got a two eleven. What's two eleven? Goga Bitzadi. Six. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, one of their guys. I don't know which, but he is a projected NFL. He's uh, playing the NFL, NFL <laughs> NBA yeah. draft pick. All right, well, good. They're physical. All right, so literally everyone on their team. How has about a how seat. nice it was for him to email me their roster? That was very. nice. I'm going to root for them. I, I don't know what it Can does I for you. I'm but. more excited about just hanging out with these guys after their game. Oh, dude, the most fun last time was teaching Kennedy Meeks to play craps and our friend Sean Rose kicking Deshaun <laughs> Butler in the shin. That's right, he did. Yeah, for for beating UK. I also liked hubby. Uh, loaning a drunk Thad Mata money. <laughs> you remember he that? Was, he was losing a lot of money. Thad Mata lost a lot of money, and he was got to get up, and Hubby goes, I got you, and just handed <laughs> him some money. And then Thad Mata got fired, and none of it helped. All right, so let, let's, let, let's finish with this. Do you expect the Cats to win every game? I'm going to go no. I mean, these are some grown men they're playing against in yes. some of these games. So they're going to be – I think they lose one. I don't yeah, know. Which. I think they lose to the Serbian team. Also, they're playing four games in five days. These other teams are showing up. They have plenty of time to prepare to play one game. Three of the players on the Serbian team have to, in between games, go work in a steel mill. <laughs> well, they do. In the Bahamas? Well, you remember the last team, which was Kentucky's 38 0 team? Even they lost to a team they shouldn't have just from exhaustion of. Yeah, because they were going the Bahamas, back to back to back to yeah. back. Uh, they will have grown men. I mean, that, like, like the Serbian team will all be like twins of Vladi Divac. They have, there's a lot of father-son combos on that team, too. Really? No. It would be funny, though. <laughs> there are, there's a lot of chest hair. I will venture to say, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. You remember this, and I haven't seen the roster. We are going to be – it will be the most chest hair a Kentucky team has ever played against in the history of the program. Well, I was looking at their pictures, and I'm a little worried that one of Kentucky's big men are going to get a cigarette burn backing up on a couple of the guys because they're not putting down their cigarettes. <laughs> you need play. to see – somewhere on YouTube you can probably find Chris Weber once did an impersonation of Vladi Divac guarding him, and it included him stopping mid-game and smoking. I feel like that's what you're going to see from, from this group, too. The Bahamas team, now remember we saw last time they played a Bahamas team that looked like <laughs> they had just gotten them off 
the street. It's like, like they walked out the gym, blew a whistle, said we need 12 people. First <laughs> ones to up. get here. Let's go. This I think these are going to be better games. Yeah, I, I'm not going to rule out Buddy Hill and Aiden. I don't think they will, but, I mean, this is their national team, and those two guys are the faces of it, so they might go do this. Well, that's quite, that would be a great test Definitely if those guys be. ended up uh, playing. All right, so for people who are going to go, or even people listening who wish they were going, some advice on how to handle uh, the week. Uh, it's as expensive as you think it is. It's, it's more, more expensive. <laughs> it's more expensive. They literally charge you to breathe. Mm-hmm. It's, it is 23 cents a breath. Yeah, one thing that I just remembered the other day, and I'm glad I did, some of the places, not many, but the nicer restaurants and the nicer bar, you couldn't get in without pants. Because I remember one of the <laughs> – no, you, they don't let you wear shorts. I didn't take any. Okay. So you might want to throw a pair of, like, dress pants That's in That's a good bag. point. If the nicer restaurants are like that. Yeah, you have to wear pants. So I remember, like, the nightclub I couldn't go to the whole time because I only had shorts. Yeah, the, so the nightclub is – Pack your pack your pants. I, I've, I've, got my, I've got my club and shirt and my pants. <laughs> uh, club and shirt's coming back. The, the club and shirt's making an appearance. Um, the, the, exp- the expense really is there. Like, Just a little like a bottle of water. You're like, what? Why do I pay? And there I- are only a couple of places that are even like moderately cheap, and the line is like down the street because they're the only places you can eat that are you know under 20 bucks. The good thing is just over the bridge, it's a cab, but a cheap cab. There's groceries. I would go load up on every, you know, yeah, I would say water, to you we, we, tonight we're going to have posted the uh, the guide to the Bahamas from that Correct. from that duo, and they actually have a lot of restaurants that you can go to. That area we went to one night was awesome. Yeah, if you leave the Bahamas, there's lots of well, affordable dinners. Leave the I Bahamas, mean, <laughs> you're in the ocean. <laughs> Excuse but. me. If you leave the Atlantis, there's a lot of affordable dinners. But if you're eating at the resort, you're going to have to pony up some money. Yeah, so you want to you maybe want to want to go do that. Um, Did Bobby Flay's restaurant close? Where we had corn for it. Did Bobby Flay, is he one of the ones? I feel like every every famous person has had a Me Too. Is is he one of those two? I think he's safe. You can't. He's Well, one of them did, didn't they? Mario Vitale. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at him, you go, yeah, I can see it. Oh, yes. Bobby but, Flay, but don't you point, throw dirt got, on his name. Once they got Morgan Freeman, I don't even know what to look for anymore. If they say Tom Hanks, I don't know what I'll do. But see, you know what's going to happen. Like, it's going to be everybody. Tom Hanks is untouchable. You know, but I would have said that about Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I mean, and but anyway, I, I will say that the, uh, uh, the resort is a fun place. Very fun. Now, in terms of money, this is important. I would bring cash because yeah. I remember, if, I, if I'm correct, the ATM fees were like a zillion dollars. Definitely bring cash. We talked about this on the radio show today, but call your cell phone provider, tell them you're going, and they'll get it adjusted to where you're not charged per and call. T- and call text. your credit card company. Yep. Because if you do a charge from the Bahamas without telling them, they're going to immediately assume it got stolen. Shut it down real quick. And you'll Especially get, in the Bahamas. Yeah, I mean, like the Bahamas would be the number one place. Now, a couple of stories real quick. When <laughs> we went last time, we got off the plane, and they had lost all of our luggage. Of course, they didn't get mine for like a week. Everybody else got theirs in a day or two. But because of that, we all had no clothes. And we got a cab to take us to a store to buy clothes. And I still wish that we had pictures of what we look like. If you've seen Pulp Fiction, do you remember in Pulp Fiction when they kill the guy in the car and the blood gets all over him? 
So they just have to put on what that guy has his house, and it's like neon green shirts and tank tops and like running shorts. We all walked out of there dressed like that. And unlike you all, I had to keep wearing it for the next four days. The Bahamas is not a place of high fashion. I'm actually concerned. Like I'm probably going to carry on my luggage just because I'm normally a checked luggage guy, but I can't have that happen again. I was at the pool just wearing like a poncho and cowboy boots. That's all I could find. And remember, I asked a cab driver, take me to a place where I can buy clothes. And it was literally like they had taken me to 1986 JCPenney. Like all the jeans were like, I think you had on a fake Abercrombie and Fitch tank top. That's they were there were a ton, like they had lots of plaid and they had you know jeans that said like fake Levi's <laughs> and stuff. That's what it is. So just be careful you don't lose your luggage. The other thing is, it is in hindsight unbelievable, Drew, that you and I got in the back of that dude's truck. <laughs> I mean, we literally. How stupid were we? We were miles. So that we were doing a post-game show. And back then, the game was on the other side of the Bahamas. Like, complete other side. And there was a bus to get there. And we did the post-game show, and the last bus didn't wait. Yeah, and it's like there's Uber and Lyft in town. I mean, remember they were back. The post-game show ended because they turned the electricity off in the facility. (laughs) Time to go. The one guy that had the keys was ready to go home. So Drew and I walk outside, and we're like, what are we going to do? And this is pre – I mean, there ain't no Uber, right? There wasn't even a cab to call. There was nothing to call. And one guy goes, you can ride with me. And for some reason, Drew and I were like, yeah. Sure. I mean, this guy, he has a rusty old truck. This is not a this is a situation that clearly ends well. <laughs> we had the big radio equipment cases and <laughs> we put them in the front seats. Right. And we got in the back. That, that which is an even dumber thing to do. We put the expensive thing we had up with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then left us in the back. And then we drive, and all of a sudden we're at a stoplight, and he reaches Not out a the stoplight. It's like a stop sign. And he reaches out the back and goes, I got an errand to run. <laughs> what so, are we to do? So now, like, we're not only stuck, we're not on the beaten path anymore. And he goes into an area that I have to think seven to eight murders happen a day. And they were walking towards the back of the truck when we stopped. I mean, yeah. they were end up being friendly, but at the time we didn't. And we couldn't have been paler. <laughs> like it wasn't like if they wanted to rob us and kill us, <laughs> nobody would have known where we ended up. No one. We would. I, that is sometimes you think, how could you disappear off the planet, and no one would ever know? That was the moment. But then it shows you that humanity is better than you often give it credit for. And I'd ride with him again. He just drove us to the Atlantis. Said thank you. Didn't even ask for gas money. Well, no. I'm, I'm looking. I have a picture of us in the back seat. I'm oh, you do? I want to see I'm, that. I'm digging. Was it just me and you and your buddy, or was and it just Sean, me and you? Sean and AJ, there were four of us, because they stayed back to listen to the postgame show, and they also got stranded. Well, it was a great moment. So, so I would say, if you're going to the Bahamas, people are friendlier, in theory, than you might think, and open yourself up to the possibility of a cultural awakening. But also be cautious. <laughs> but at the okay. same time... Can I tell a story that I've yes. never told? Oh, I'd like it to hear It might that. be a little gra- – it's not graphic. It might be a little t- TMI. All right, so here's what I would say to you if you have children it's right now. It's not real bad. 
It's not that I shouldn't be admitting, but I'm going to admit. Well, I've already admitted to having back knee so okay. when I was in high school. So we talked about how all the stuff happens at the Royal Tower. We're at the Cove, which is nice. There's not a lot happening. Mm-hmm. So I stay at the Royal Tower way too late. Everything's closed. Mm-hmm. And at that point in the night or morning, however you want to see it, the shuttles run like once every hour, and I missed it. Mm-hmm. And you can't walk to the Cove. You can, you but can, you can, but it's a long way, yeah. So I offer a woman $25 to take me to the Cove. I won some money gambling. I didn't care. I just wanted to get home. So I get in her car, and we're on our way to the Cove. I can see it. We're on a dark road, and we're almost to the Cove. And she pulls over thinking I wanted something else for the $25. I was like, no, man, I'm just trying to go home. No, she didn't. Yeah. And I, <laughs> she's like, $25 for the ride, just the ride? And I'm like, yeah, I just want to go to bed. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, misunderstood i'm like yeah i think you did how did you know that she thought you wanted something else i I, how did you not tell us this i wasn't proud of it but it's it's an old story now (laughs) she pulled over and turned off the car and looked at me like so what's up i'm like uh just right there with all the bright lights i'm just going there (laughs) she's like oh you just want to ride i was like yeah i mean i thought 25 would get me home and just home's all i need when you say a woman was she hanging out in the hotel lobby in a short dress she was parked out front and she was a big old girl she was just parked out front. Like I said, it would have been 58 minutes of me standing there waiting for the shuttle at 3 in the morning. Wow. So I was now, like, didn't you also during that trip go with some stranger out on a boat? I did. <laughs> um, met some guys at the bar the night, yeah. and they said they were going out uh, on a boat the next day. And I'm like, in, that sounds fun. And we go and we're walking down the dock where, as you know, you see the most amazing yachts. Yeah. I mean, the it thing is, is incredible. Because people, people ride to the – Bahamas in their yacht and I just mean, park it. Yeah. So I'm getting excited, and we get to the one on the end, and it is a tugboat. <laughs> but I get in with them. We went as far out to where you couldn't see anything, Yeah. which seems safe. While we're going, one of the guys says, what's that smell? And one of their gas cans had turned over in the boat, and the driver was smoking. So I was like, well, <laughs> this is going well. So he slowly walks to the edge and throws that in the water. But he just parked it where you couldn't see anything but water, and we sat there and drank some uh, the Bahamas beers and came back. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to I mean, the amount, and we, we, we can't even tell the best of our friends' stories from that trip. Maybe Maybe, maybe never. <laughs> There'll never be a day we could tell <laughs> one of them. But it is always a blast. I think it's some of our best radio that we do because we're usually giddy. And we'll have Shannon this year. And we have Shannon. It's, it's a, it is a hodgepodge group. We have Tall. We have Hubby. We have the Turkey Hunter. We have Johnny the Bruce. We have me, Daniel, who is out of control. Judge Gabe, Daniel, the cameraman, who has never been out of the country, has he had never been west of the Mississippi till we went to Vegas, and now we're putting him on a plane to the Bahamas. I got to keep him away from the twenty-five dollar deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, want him to make the same mistake. I and did. then Shannon, the dude, you know, we've talked about how this Shannon, the dude's a mysterious person to begin with. I think I could see a scenario where Shannon Dude doesn't come back. Like, just says, you know what? I'm here. <laughs> they talk about – there's been like three sports reporters go to Key West and never return. Maybe he's this is his, like, Key Dude, West moment. Shannon, let, let me just say this, and we'll end with this. Shannon the Dude is awesome, but he's one of the weirdest <laughs> people I've ever met. Like, just not in, like, a dorky – just, like, just weird. Like – He's just weird. I love him, but he's he's strange, and I, I have a feeling this is going to be quite. I've ne- I have only spent in five and a half years. I have only spent one night of my life just me and Shannon. 
Like, normally we have the Ryan buffer, mm-hmm. right? We're going to have seven days of just us and Shannon. I don't know what Shannon will get. He could get down there and love it, or he could get down there and hate it and sit in the room the whole oh, time. Oh, I think there's a 50-50 chance he could stay or fly back on Wednesday. <laughs> yep. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We know how everyone will react down there. But oh, the rest of the friends are just going to be drunk and insane. But Shannon, I could see Shannon, while he's there, getting a side gig dealing what cards. <laughs> a booty shaking contest downtown. <laughs> he may end up – he works so much, he may end up just uh, just working. Well, listen, thank you all very much. I want to thank to Tiffany Thacker. She has been a great friend since the beginning of this podcast. And if you have insurance needs, home, auto, or anything else, State Farm agent Tiffany Thacker. Go to Tiffany Thacker, hardly newer. TiffanyThacker.com. Go check her out, and uh, she can help you with your insurance needs. And we will do a post-Bahamas podcast with our friend Tiffany Thacker uh, when we return. Yeah, and if you were thinking about calling a different State Farm agent, don't. Just call Tiffany Thacker. 859-971-0266. Tiffany Thacker gets it done. We'll see you Monday in the Bahamas.